to the Women's Rights Network. That was the Women's Week that was the WRN News Review Roundup of the 27th of May, 2023. This week, we have continued to highlight injustice in sport and we're pleased to see our report on sexual assaults in hospitals was picked up by Phylon 4 and we look at how one prominent woman is being hounded for doing her job. Our Summer of Sport campaign. We continue to highlight the injustice of including men in women's sports. Do follow the Twitter hashtags Summer of Sport and Save Women's Sport for the latest tweets. In British Rowing this week, we highlight that British Rowing are still allowing males to compete in female competitions. The National Schools Regatta began recently and girls could be faced with rowing against boys. You'll find more on our Twitter thread. British Rowing says they are currently reviewing their policy. We hope they hurry up and make the right decision. British Cycling appears to be pedalling in the right direction. There's some encouraging news from British Cycling, who have produced a new policy that will outlaw men and boys from entering competitive events meant for women and girls. This policy will be enacted at the end of the year. While we welcome this, we're sorry that non-competitive events have been excluded and women who join a recreational women's event, such as the Breeze programme, could find themselves riding with men. Come on, British Cycling. A great first step, pedal, towards sanity, but now you need to support all the women and girls who want to ride in female-only groups. Sadly, the international cycling community still include men in women's events, and those men are continuing to steal prizes meant for women and girls. We made a video about this a year ago. You can find it on our YouTube channel. It's called The Truth About Women's Sport. And we debunk the myths from Pippa. You can also read our latest blog on our website, Cycling. Given an inch and they've taken a mile. And we were also really pleased that Heather had the opportunity to be interviewed on the BBC on their Context programme. Let's have a listen. Now to Heather Binning, who is the founding member of the Women's Rights Network, a UK feminist group working to defend the sex-based rights of women. Um, It's clear what side of the debate you're on. Why do you feel so strongly about it? Thank you for having having me on. Well, I feel very strongly because uh, there's a lot of talk about inclusion. And really, this has been exclusion of women and a lot of women competitors in cycling, other sports and uh, other issues as well for a number of years now. And I'm full of praise for British Cycling for making this statement and coming out today with this uh, with this new policy. They talk about, um, uh, this is for competitive cycling only. This is not for grassroots or community cycling groups because they're promoting there that, um, that it should be inclusion that is promoted, not fairness and safety. I would ask British Cycling why they think that uh, fairness and safety is not um, equally important at those levels. Why do you think it is so important and necessary? Because 
Excluding cyclists, we've heard then from Bridges saying that she's not prepared to go on racing her bike. If you exclude good cyclists, that's not a good outcome, is it? Emily, uh, for the sake of anybody watching this that might like to know, because you're using pronouns she when describing this person and calling a transgender woman, this is a person and the people that we're talking about are people that were born male, that went through male puberty. Now they would like to be women, but they will never change being male. They will suffer from uh, male illness, uh, uh, male disease. They have male bodies and they are using the word woman to try and gain. Well, they have an incredible advantage. Uh, it's incredible that we actually have to be proving now that uh, men have advantage, male-bodied people have advantage over women when it comes to sport and it comes to other issues as well. So it's hugely important to recognise the women that have lost places, lost places on podiums, lost places on teams, uh, because a male has been prioritised. And you would argue that there is no way of making this type of judgment. I mean, Dan Rowan's report there talked about testosterone levels. To you, that would not be an adequate way of measuring this. No, it would not. There is plenty of scientific reports to show that once someone has been through male puberty, they have skeletal advantages, muscle advantages. It doesn't come down to uh, one hormone. So reducing hormones doesn't necessarily uh, address all the other issues of advantage that that, that gives. Understood. They, Let me just interrupt you there. What about somebody who was transgender who had not gone through puberty? Uh, I would like to give, give me an example of that because that would be child abuse. If a, if a child had been born and his puberty was blocked, it would be chemically blocked. And we are against that action, that happening. Uh, they would still, in our eyes, you were born on your birth certificate. That's what you are. That's the way that you see it. That is the way we see it. There are two sexes, male and female. For the first time ever, uh, in uh, cycling uh, arrived in the Olympics in 1984, not very long ago for women. Cycling uh, was in the Olympics not very long ago. In 2024, for the first time, there will be parity between what they call genders. So there will be the same number of female spaces and male spaces. And I am delighted that the British team that will be competing in that will be truly male. A female, sorry. The difficulty is the way that you talk about this suggests that it is slightly politicised. You're not simply saying we are making this judgment because in this particular context, we think there is unfairness. When you talk about men and women, you seem to be straying into the political arena a little. I don't think this is political. This is biological. Is the earth flat? Is the earth right? Is the sun hot? You're male. You have male hormones. You're female. You have female hormones. That doesn't change. You can't change that. So, in, in, we, you know, we can pretend and we can go along with people that, well, they'd like, I don't, I, you can, you know, I don't care if you want to wear makeup or nail varnish, that's all right. But, uh, and the idea that this is violence that was stated, or I think the word genocide was used as well. Well, I'm afraid somebody needs to reach out the dictionary on what those phrases actually mean. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Thank you. Park run. Let's run the men out of the women's records. We've heard of numerous examples of men who've used Parkrun's policy to self-ID as female and have affected women's rankings in Parkrun events. This includes a man convicted of attempted murder. 
Parkrun isn't supposed to be a competitive race, but these weekly events are taken seriously by many runners who strive to excel in their sex and age group. How can you help? If you run in Parkrun events, contact them. Let them know what you think. You can sign the petition at change.org to oppose self-ID at Parkrun. And you can buy one of our excellent t-shirts at violetvend.com. Save women's Parkrun. The WRN Report. Sexual assaults in hospitals. You can catch up on File on 4, where our report on sexual assaults in hospitals was discussed, including interviews with victims and commentary by Professor Joe Phoenix. The programme includes additional information obtained by the British Medical Journal, which reveals that staff, too, can be the victims of assault. The conclusion was that hospitals need better policies to protect patients and staff. There should be better support for victims and there must be consequences for the perpetrators. We hope Steve Barclay, the Health Secretary, will make sure these necessary changes happen. Baroness under attack for doing her job. We were very relieved when Baroness Kershaw Faulkner took over as Chair of the Equalities and Human Rights Commission, EHRC. She demonstrated an understanding of the conflict between gender reassignment in the Equality Act and the much larger category covered by sex and seemed committed to clarifying the law. For this, she's come under attack by the anti-women lobby and was recently the victim of an unfair and one-sided news report on Channel 4. You can read further details in The Times view on Baroness Faulkner, hit job, and an insider view by Ian Aitchison in the Daily Mail. And, according to further article in the Daily Mail, a recent internal investigation against the Baroness has been suspended and it seems that around 50 of her fellow peers have spoken up in her support and complained about the Channel 4 report. At the Women's Rights Network, we support Kershaw Faulkner and her work to protect the rights of women and girls. Nobody should be hounded for doing their job. And finally, this week we said goodbye to the incredible singer and performer Tina Turner, who died at her home in Switzerland. After suffering cruelly under her controlling husband, Tina found the strength to break free from her abusive marriage and established herself as a phenomenally successful female superstar. She proved you could overcome adversity and triumph, and she was an inspiration for all women everywhere. You can support the Women's Rights Network. You can donate on the website. You can buy merch at violetvend.com. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and podcast. Buy postcards on the website. Follow us on social media. Sign up to our mailing list and pass those emails on to interested friends and family. Until next week, don't forget, courage calls to courage everywhere. Everywhere.